podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Phillips Laven of the 1012 Podcast here. Have you been listening to this show for a while and thought, you know, if that guy can do this, then so can I? Well, you're, you're probably right. And it's worth giving a shot. The one question you're going to ask yourself is, how do I get my podcast out for everyone to listen to on iTunes, on Spotify? Well, you're going to need a hosting site. And if I may make a suggestion, go with Anchor. It's easy and it's free, which is great for podcast hobbyists uh, who aren't exactly expecting this to make a lot of income, especially starting out. Anchor is fantastic. Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. It has the tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And when hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your show on listening platforms like we mentioned Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And again, it is totally free. It's fantastic. It is what we use. And if it's what we use, it's what we're going to suggest to others. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Again, that is the Anchor app or anchor.fm to get started with your podcast. Welcome to the 1012, the podcast that covers all 10 teams in the Big 12 Conference. I am your host, Philip Slavin. Thank you for joining us on this Thursday. Very excited to have a great guest today, Brandon Kane from Cowboys Ride for Free. Good friend of mine joining the show. We're going to preview Big 12 Wrestling Championship. That is this weekend. It's a wrestling pod because we can. And we are going to talk a little football here in a second, but just. Brandon coming up, having a great conversation, talking about Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, Iowa State, uh, Northern Iowa. I know we're not going to have a lot of Northern Iowa fans listening to this show, but we're going to talk about it a little bit. So we're going to talk a little bit of football before we get to Brandon. Um, and, and there's a topic that I want to talk about in particular. Now, I, I know that expansion talk is a bit faux pas, but there is some reason to at least bring it up. It's a topic that everybody likes. It's a topic everybody wants to talk about. It's a topic that moves the needle. And so that's the conversation we're going to have. But it, it we start... Not in the Big 12, but out on the West Coast in the Pac-12. If you have followed the news at all, and, and there's been quite a few sites that covered it, but there was a, a comment made uh, by the USC Athletic Director Mike Bone uh, when asked about the Pac-12 struggles both on and off the field. And his response was that I think right now Larry would agree with this, Larry being the um, Pac-12 commissioner, that everything is on the table. And his point to that was this. Uh, while he's not saying that, that USC is in any way, shape, or form going to be leaving the Pac-12, he's also not saying that they're not going to be leaving the Pac-12. The question was about whether or not they might go independent. Uh, he mentions that you know if 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 NBC happened to approach them with a deal where they teamed up with Notre Dame, they would they would not consider it. It's a conversation that got me thinking. You know, the the media deals of rights are going to be coming up here in the next few years. The Big Ten is about to make more money, and they're already making a ton. The SEC, who makes, uh, I believe, the second most behind the Big Ten, well, guess what? That SEC championship game that CBS is paying next to nothing for, that's about to bring in a ton, a ton of money. And there's going to come a point where the Big Ten and the SEC might make twice as much as the Pac-12. That's a lot. 
the Pac-12 continues to fall further and further behind. And when the topic of expansion for the Big 12 comes up, I've always looked to Arizona and Arizona State as two schools because the conference needs to poach Power 5 schools that, that the conference could probably get the Big 12. And this leads me to the topic that a lot of people talked about as to whether USC and, and potentially even Oregon, who, who uh, I believe Joe uh, Canzano at Oregon Live has talked about that, that Oregon should probably consider stepping up and, and less about leaving, more having to do with them making a name for themselves and making themselves a priority in a conference where, I mean, or USC is the biggest brand and the most important brand, but Oregon has become a power, football and men's basketball and, and women's basketball as well, and, and, and has become... Honestly, right now, it's the flagship football program in the conference because it's the only one doing any good there, to be honest, on a regular basis. This all leads to an article that Andy Staples put out. If you are not subscribed to The Athletic, you absolutely should be. Look, they're not a sponsor or anything. I'm subscribed to them. They do fantastic work. And Andy Staples, of course. And Andy Staples posed that this is the time for the Big 12 to expand, specifically by poaching not just Arizona and Arizona State, but USC UCLA, Oregon, and Washington. And the reason for that is this, and, and, and I like this point. Ten years ago is when all this shifting of conferences began. Colorado leaving, and Nebraska leaving, and then Missouri and A&M. And ten years ago, a big part of conferences bringing other teams in was about, obviously, eyeballs. Let's get more media markets. Let's get more people in more areas to watch our product because it's good for money. It's good money. It's good for the conference. And while that's still important, it's less to do now about markets because as we all know, more and more people are unplugging. How many eyes on TV there are continue to drop. So the importance of geography, it's, it's not what it was. What's important now is brands. And if you're the Big 12, if you're happy sitting at 10 schools when the media rights deal comes up here in a few years, and, and by the way, it comes up before the Pac-12s, if you're happy with where things are, then you stick with your 10 teams and you move on. I know there are a lot of people who say that the Big 12 is in a terrible spot, and it's horrible, and it's no good. I don't, I don't buy it. I don't buy that at all. I think Oklahoma and Texas are happy running the show here, and both know that by if they tried to go to the Big 10 or the SEC, they wouldn't have the power they have now, not even close. Even the Pac-12, they wouldn't have the power and the control they have now. They are happy here. That's what I believe. But can the conference grow? We talk about UCF and Boise State and Houston and Cincinnati and Memphis. And look, I would love to add Cincinnati and Memphis. That'd be fun. But market size doesn't matter as much as eyeballs. Because if things are moving more to digital, if you're signing up for Big 12+, Plus, if things start happening as everyone believes eventually will happen with Amazon or Apple or whatever other digital platform, it doesn't matter where people are located. It matters who people want to watch. And if you're the Big 12 and you can poach both Arizona schools, you can poach USC, UCLA, Oregon, or Washington, you should. Look, I understand geographically that's frustrating. It's not a great thing for West Virginia to have to fly to USC every year. I get it. Or to UCLA or Oregon or Washington. I, I understand it entirely. It's not a perfect plan. But if you want to make the kind of money that the SEC and the Big Ten are doing, and look, the Big 12 is fine. Like, it's, it's not financially hurting. And the schools are doing pretty well. Kansas makes a good deal of money, folks. Did you know that Kansas is the big, third highest athletic department revenue in the Big 12? Kansas is because of basketball. So I would say go look at the Andy Stables article. I, I, I love this idea. I think it's a great idea. 
I, I, as I've said, I am a big proponent for bringing in both of the Arizona schools. I think they probably would be happy to. Look, you're going to get an easier time recruiting Texas than you are now. You don't have to play the Pac-12 after dark games that are hard to get people to stay up for to watch. Um, I think it would be, I think it'd be a great move. I do. Better than bringing Colorado back or hell at this point, even Nebraska. I like the Arizona schools. But if you can bring in a brand like USC, a brand like UCLA, a brand like Oregon, the number of eyeballs who are going to be tuned in would be huge. If USC could rebound and you told me you're going to get a Big 12 championship game between Oklahoma and Texas or Oregon or Oklahoma and USC, Oregon and, and Texas, oh, because you're going to split the divisions up so that the, the Pac-12 schools are on their own side. Look, I love it. I love the idea. I love that it's bold. Do I trust the Big 12 to make a bold move like that? No, I don't. Would it be cool? <laughs> Guys, that would be awesome. It would. It would put a strain at, uh, as far as on the budgets of, of Big 12 schools because it's a lot of travel. It ain't easy to get out to California and back on a regular basis. But, guys, you can't tell me it wouldn't be exciting. You can't tell me you wouldn't enjoy having teams like that on the schedule every year, every other year. So, I. Uh, Props to Andy Staples. Go find that article at The Athletic. It is fantastic. I believe he he mentions it on his uh, his most recent podcast as well. I'd go check that out. Um, I, I love it. Uh, so with that said, want to let you guys know, last year we had the Big 12 Bracket Challenge. We had a group on Yahoo uh, where you could go and fill out your NCAA bracket and compete against myself and Chris. Uh, this year you can compete against myself and Chris and Andy, our basketball or my basketball co-host. Um, I, I think I have a few other people, including our good friend Brian Ralph of Busting Brackets, who will have a bracket on there. Uh, so the group is set up. You can go and, and get ready. Obviously, the bracket is not out yet. That'll come on Selection Sunday here in just a couple of weeks. Uh, but go get yourself signed up. I hope everyone wants to take part. We are going to try and have a prize this year for the winner. I don't know what that is yet. I'll talk with Chris. Probably be some Land Grant Gauntlet gear. Maybe not. Maybe a guest spot on the pod. I don't know. If you guys have an idea of what you would like the prize to be outside of, you know, like money, let me know. Because I, I, I would love to have you all compete. So go check out our Twitter account at T-E-N, the number 12, the word podcast. We we have the link there. We have tweeted that out. And I'm going to make sure that it's pinned to the top of the 1012 Twitter account. T-E-N, one, two, podcast. That's what we are there on Twitter. So go give us a follow. However you listen to the pod, do us a favor. Leave us a rating. Five stars if you don't mind. Please leave a review. I would love to hear what you guys think about the show. I really do. By the way, our Twitter DMs are open if you ever want to just chat or ask a question of me or Chris or anybody else, uh, let me know. I uh, would be happy to just have a chat with you. So all that said, Brandon Kane joining us here in just a second. I got to talk some Big 12 wrestling, Big 12 wrestling tournament. Uh, one last note for you. 10-12 is going to pretty much go all basketball for two weeks starting next week. We're actually starting this coming Sunday. We'll we'll recap the, the last week of the regular season. We'll preview the Big 12 tournament. Uh, we'll have some more basketball talk next week as well, try and get a roundtable going up. And then the following Sunday will be Selection Sunday. We will find out who's going to be. Andy and I are working to do a Facebook Live uh, that we will, uh, I'll give you some more information about uh, before that happens. And, and likely we'll make that available as a podcast episode as well. So you can follow along as we react immediately to the selection show. Are the teams picked and who gets where? Guys, this Saturday's a big deal. Oklahoma's lost to Texas. 
Oklahoma does not. Mm, I wouldn't feel comfortable. Texas is back in. This is crazy. The Big 12 could get six teams in the NCAA tournament. It's wild. It's it's so wild. The end of the year is so crazy and so awesome. West Virginia getting a nice road win at Iowa State. I know Iowa State's not that good, but West Virginia just needed to get a conference road win or a conference win, not to maybe stop that slide. Guys, Saturday is, is, is almost here. Saturday's a big day. There's some big games, very important games. Oklahoma at TCU is huge. Oklahoma State at Texas is huge. Those Oklahoma and Texas, two teams trying to get their way into the NCAA tournament. So make sure you are tuned in on Saturday. Don't miss a single game. Uh, as I said, Big 12 Wrestling this weekend. Brandon Kane, let's get to it. Big 12 Wrestling Tournament is this weekend in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Very excited to have Brandon Kane, a Cowboys ride for free, joining us today to help kind of preview this big event. Brandon, welcome back to 1012, man. Thanks for having me. I'm glad that we finally can talk about uh, postseason Big 12 Wrestling. Absolutely. No, this is fun. Like, Look, as I've said all the time, we cover all the sports that we can. Wrestling is a, is a big deal when you have one of the one of the sport's best programs in history in your conference. It's probably a, a sport you should at least discuss now and then. Obviously, with Oklahoma State, Oklahoma fits that category, though they haven't for quite some time. And Iowa State, who used to fit that category as a as a top-tier program, is kind of turning things back around. Um, I want to talk about this weekend specifically. Heading into it, Oklahoma State has won seven straight. They're looking for their eighth straight Big 12 title. It'll be the first time they've won eight straight since the 1920s, which is crazy. Obviously, Oklahoma State is the favorite at this point, um, but there are a couple, other, a couple other programs to keep an eye on, Northern Iowa and Iowa State as well. What's the what's your feeling heading into this weekend as far as who you think is going to take the crown and, and maybe which team you think is best set up to potentially knock Oklahoma State off? I would say the team that's most situated to knock Oklahoma OSU off would be Iowa State. Um, they're deep at weights that they need to be um, with guys who can put up bonus points in early rounds and a team that kind of can throw a wrench into anyone's plans would be Wyoming. It seems like when the tournament comes around, they have guys that do stuff that they're not supposed to and force a, an upset or it's a match where a guy's supposed to be on the, the losing side of a major decision or something like that. And then they hold it to a decision and then that can cause a domino effect down the line for another team. So all those other teams outside of those top three, when they have guys that are going against the big bonus machines for the OSU, Iowa state, Northern Iowa programs, if those guys are taking losses, but they're not bonus points, it's going to hurt those other two teams in the team race. So for those who don't follow wrestling, it's, it's it, it can get a little confusing. So I want to make sure I get this right. So generally during the season, when you see a team like it, at Oklahoma State versus Oklahoma, what you're getting is each weight class, you have wrestler versus wrestler. And whoever wins, you, you get the points for the team. That's you get points like... Um, 
you know, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, OSU won the second match, 27-8. So it, it's it's one-on-one. But when you get to the Big 12 tournament, um, just like the NCAA tournament, which is similar to, um, you'll see events throughout the year if you follow wrestling, like the Southern Scuffle and things like that. It's, it's not done the same way. It is it, all the wrestlers at a certain weight class are, are put into a, a bracket, a la NCAA tournament style, and ranked one through unranked. And they wrestle down until one person has been claimed the champion. So it's it's a little bit different than the regular season is, which is a, it's a little bit odd and, and confusing. Um, where do you see in this, obviously, because Oklahoma State had a, had a pretty solid season, as, as, as usual, but they did have a couple of, of losses that were uncharacteristic, obviously a loss at Lehigh early in the season, but they did have a conference loss. They lost at Northern Iowa, 15-19. Uh, to 19. You mentioned Iowa State. It could be a challenge to them. Uh, was the UNI loss a fluke, or do you see this as a potential where, where UNI actually has a shot to claim a Big 12 title this year? So my impressions of the UNI loss was OSU overlooked them, number one. That was very clear. Uh, guys did not come out early in matches. like They knew they had a score. It was very much like, yeah, we got to do this. We got Iowa State tomorrow. That's the real test. And they paid for it. With that being said, I think you and I can really force OSU's hand. I don't think that they have the capability to win this year, um, but they can certainly help Iowa State's cause to win. When you say that, like cl- clarify, what, what do you mean by you and I could help Iowa State's cause to win? Just with certain matches and stuff, they could knock out guys in the path for an ISU wrestler to go on um, or they can, you know, whether that's in the championship bracket or in consolation. So if there's a guy that could be of trouble for a, an ISU wrestler and then a, a UNI guy knocks him off and it changes where someone could fall on the consolation side, then um, that kind of opens up the path to make it easier for an ISU guy to advance and, put up more team points. So looking at the, the, the Big 12 conference as a whole, I mean, obviously this is a conference with Oklahoma State, <clears throat> Oklahoma. I mean, uh, the the wrestling Heisman is named after an Oklahoma wrestler. You have Iowa State, who used to be a, a bit of a power. Obviously they've lost some teams in Missouri uh, during football realignment, bolted toward the MAC, which essentially would, would be like, in a football comparison, like Auburn deciding to join the Sun Belt, if you want an understanding of like, good versus what the competition is. Uh, obviously, Nebraska to the Big Ten. Some other moves as well. Um, the the conference as it stands is a little bit odd for those who don't know. It, it consists of Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, uh, Iowa State, and West Virginia are the, are the only true Big 12 teams. Then you have Air Force, Fresno State, North Dakota State, Northern Colorado, Northern Iowa, South Dakota State, Utah Valley, and Wyoming. Understand, like, different sports have wild different things. And the Big 12 was sitting at four teams for a while and needed to expand, so they brought in a bunch of other teams. So looking at the conference now, I mean, this used to be a conference that was one of the best conferences in wrestling in in the sport. Obviously, they've been surpassed by the Big 10. Ohio State, Penn State, Iowa, those those are now three of the most, of the, of the best programs in wrestling. 
how much do you think, and, and and as a guy who covers Oklahoma specifically, how much do you think both teams leaving and and watching teams like Oklahoma drop off and Iowa State while they're while they're rebounding have a drop off? How much do you think that has hurt Oklahoma State, who hasn't won a national championship in, I mean, quite some time? Um, I think it hurts in the standpoint of the buildup to the postseason, to where, you know, before you knew you had those two three meets every year. Um, where you guys had to be on their A game and, okay, like this is a real test. I can kind of gauge where I'm at on the national scene going into the postseason. And now it's not quite there. Um, there are some guys of those schools that have come into the conference that they have those, you know, top 10, top 15 ranked guys, but it's not at the the level it used to be where, you can kind of, you know, circle the date on the calendar, so to speak, and be like, okay, well, I'm going to get a top five matchup there and here. Um, and that can be a good, you know, two, three weeks stretch of, of matches there to kind of build on and set the foundation for the postseason. So looking at the conference, I mean, obviously Iowa is the, I mean, Iowa's the best team, it seems like, in college wrestling this year. You can make an argument, obviously, for Penn State's won quite a few titles recently. NC State also has an undefeated season. Who is there a team from the Big 12 you think has an actual shot at winning the national championship? And if so, who would that be? No chance in hell. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate the bluntness. Yeah. I do do think that OSU or Iowa State could land a team trophy and find themselves in the top five. But there would have to be some moving and shaking come the uh, the national tournament. But those two programs could find themselves in the top five, but no title this year for either one. And John Smith admitted that the other day when he said, we're not winning the national title. It's not attainable this year. So. So we've talked about Iowa State a little bit, obviously. Head coach Kevin Dresser, uh, he's in his, I believe, his third season this year. He has done quite a bit of work there at Iowa State. What do you see as the, as, as the trajectory for this program? Again, it's one that had, had been very successful in the past, had seen a bit of a dip, but it seems to be back on the rise. What, do, what, do you, what kind of job do you think he's doing there in Ames, and what do you think is, is the potential that he has there with the Cyclones? He's definitely bringing them back to the status that uh, people are probably known the program for in the past He's very keen on rivalries, which is, you know, refreshing to see that he thinks duels matter um, and puts an emphasis on those with the Iowa duel, you and I duel OSU, all those, he wants his guys to gear up and and get ready for those. Um, So that's been nice to see. As far as the future for the program, the rivalries kind of play into it with recruiting. Um, Iowa's a hotbed for talent, and you've got three D1 programs, and kids can pick between either one of them, or they can go head over to, to Brookings to go to South Dakota State. They can go up north to Minnesota. So if he wants to keep in-state talent in, he's got to compete with the Brands brothers and with Schwab. So – I think he's doing a good job so far and when the success is happening on the mat more and more, his efforts on the recruiting trail are going to probably become easier for him. 
Iowa State has eight national championships in wrestling, last one coming in 1987. The other program in the Big 12 that has been down for some time, Oklahoma, who has seven national championships. That's the fifth most uh, behind Iowa State, Penn State, Iowa with 23, and Oklahoma State with 34. Yeah, they got a lot. Um, Oklahoma down again. Um, It's been a while since we've seen the Sooners really be that successful in, in collegiate wrestling. What 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 is going on with the Sooners and what do you think it's going to take to get them back to being I mean, really the, the program they used to be? Uh, well, they have to be able to recruit in their backyard. That's that's for one. Um, OSU snagged two kids that are, you know, from the, the OKC Norman area um, just this past recruiting cycle. So um, and OU did get one lightweight guy who just won his fourth uh state title it's his name escaping me at the moment but it's just hard when you have the best program in the country right down the road uh historically and kids grow up and they see the difference and it's basically flip-flop of football you know you you look and you're like well wow they actually win there and then here you have to be the face of the program and carry it and that's a burden that some kids don't want to take on. So it's a, it's a tough sell to get kids to commit to going to Norman and wrestling for the Sooners. Strangely sounds like a flip of Bedlam and football for some strange reason. I'm not just not going to touch that one anymore. Um, so as I said, big 12 tournament is in Tulsa this weekend. Um, First three rounds uh, on Saturday and the first round on Sunday are available on ESPN+. Plus. The final rounds will be available on one of the Fox Sports channels. Good luck finding that one. So the Big 12 is the fifth time it's been in a neutral site. The Big 12 is the only conference to hold their tournament at a neutral site. As someone who's a fan of wrestling and covers the sport, do you prefer that? Or do you prefer the way that everyone else does and the Big 12 used to by holding it at, at different con- uh, team sites through, uh, and rotating through them. I'm a fan of it being at a neutral site, uh, with the big 12, it's a little different because with it being in Tulsa, it's not really centrally located based on all the teams. Um, I think that's kind of the goal. So you make travel easy on everyone. Uh, but just with having two programs at other ends of the country, it's kind of hard to figure out what that central point would be. But I think neutral site is the best way to do it because it just makes it seem more special than if it were on a campus to me. Um, and it kind of gets the vibe of how college basketball does it with their conference tournaments. So you kind of make it feel more special than if it were on a campus site. And it was just kind of this almost run of the mill tournament but there are other conferences like the Big Ten that kind of make it seem like a bigger deal. But I feel like for the Big 12, it just kind of works for them, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. It does. Uh, are you going to be Are you going to be there in, uh, this weekend in Tulsa? I am not. Okay, that's all right. Well, Brandon, this has been awesome. Appreciate you joining the show as always. It's good to talk a little, a little wrestling uh, as an Oklahoma State fan and just as a fan of the Big 12. Uh, do me a favor. Where can everybody check out the work you do covering Oklahoma State wrestling and wrestling in the Big 12? Yes, you can find all my coverage on Cowboys Right for free. Uh, it's SB Nation's Oklahoma State site. Uh, I'll have 
stories, I think after every round, just like last year. So it'll be OSU centric, but hopefully have uh, team standings for each round and maybe OSU will have it wrapped up before the finals. Maybe not. So um, if they don't, it'll just make it all the more interesting heading into the finals. Brandon, appreciate you having you on again, sir. And uh, enjoy the wrestling this weekend. Will do. Podcast Network.